Feet first. Feet first. Head first. Were you ever a big diver, diving board person? I yeah. I dug the dive the diving board. We had a high dive at Lakewood High. Oh, you fucked with a high dive? Oh yeah, it was a rush. You, you know me, man. I like I had the adrenaline uh I think through my veins. I think I did a high dive maybe like one time. Cleveland pools don't really have a lot of high dives right. or I do remember being at the Cleveland Heights public pool ones and the diving board is where you kind of show off your skills. Of course. You're working on a couple can openers, trying to make up your own moves or something. And my little cousin just jumps, tries to do a spin, chins it on the <laughs> fucking board, dude. And it's just that that water just starts to fill with blood. Oh, so dude, fast. it look like Jaws. It's so fucked up. It was insane. I was they, like, so the day was over. Yeah, which was like the big thing I thought about. I was like, fuck, dude. I want to stay at the pool. <laughs> There's more pool. They're going to clean this pool out. We'll have a chipwich sandwich, a little ice cream chocolate chip sandwich, and then we fucking jump back in that pool, baby. They'll yeah. get the blood out of there. <laughs> Send that kid to the hospital with someone. Yeah, we got a guy for that. They'll clean I, the blood. I can stay, dude. <laughs> I'm probably okay. I'm nine years old, and I'm at the Cleveland Heights public pool. I'm probably fine. Probably. I'm going to do okay. What have you been up to, though, bud? Nothing, man. Just uh, doing my thing and uh, reading a little bit here and there. Okay. What did, uh, what did I just... I finished up those Doctor Strange comics I was telling you about. Really, really cool artwork. So just to fill you guys in, this was like... Doctor Strange, I misspoke in the last episode, 175 through 81. How fucking dare you? It was just 75 through 81. So in the last couple issues, so like 79, 80, 81, uh, Doctor Strange is fighting some big bad sorcerer. But anyways, uh, the artwork is fantastic. This is like a 1986 Doctor Strange. Uh, Marvel celebrating their 25th anniversary. They're doing some cool stuff. They got this artist, Chris Warner. Okay. Really, really cool. The, The... the other sorcerer that Doctor Strange is fighting, the way this guy looks is like very almost like how do you put it? I want to say like Dungeons and Dragony, and Who he's like it? some sort Mephisto? of creature. No, it's just some creature. It's some like you know uh, some baddie sorcerer from like another realm. But it looks very Classic. like doom and gloom, like kind of medieval meet like like Dungeons and Dragons meets like more like lizard type people in this like oh, badass armor. Sick, dude. Like, I I'd like, like to that. bring the book to show you the art. You would have really dug it. Like I think I really I resonate with the lizard. It's very eighties. It totally looks like something out of yeah like Conan or like like a fucking like He Man or some shit. Mm. But it's like it's very vibrant, you know, eighties colors and just like machismo typed creatures, you know. And he fucking kills them. No, no one died this no one no one fucking killed themselves in this one like that last Damn. one I read. It was nuts. How does a man not live? But the lizard people do. It takes a crazy turn, though. So, like, the one monster, have you ever heard of Cat? I think it's K-H-A-T. Cat? Yeah. I've heard of cats. Yeah. No, he was Mr. a... Doc- Mr. Mistopheles? <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles? Uh, cat, though? He's, like, a demon, like, uh, character, nah. bad guy in Doctor Strange. And uh, he fucked up his cloak. So he has to take his cloak like to the tailor. Of course, Damn. it's like a magical tailor that's like a little dinosaur guy. He's pretty cool. They always have... How much business is that fucking guy getting? <laughs> All these fucking movies have these real specific, weird, tailored things. How, how much is a laundromat getting used in any of these societies? Right. 
It's like, oh, you specialize in villain costumes? What a small niche market. <laughs> what a classic place to run a sting operation at. It's probably a front. I think they're all fronts. Well, yeah, I think most, most laundry mats are Most just businesses fronts. in general, there's something are going fronts. on. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone is clean. I would say 95% of all non-corporate 500 businesses, fronts. And that's just on Lorraine Avenue. That's <laughs> everywhere. That's, I mean, North America for sure. Yeah. I can't speak for Europe. It's, there's nothing more American than like shuffling around your money and making sure yep. no one knows how yep. much you make. Yeah, dude. You don't tell anyone. You can, you're allowed to tell people. I like that. Companies always are like, don't tell anyone how much you're making. And you're like, you you can tell someone. It's not like against the rules. They just don't want anyone else to know because then it causes a rift. Well, they, 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 they can find out your income pretty easily, but the big thing you don't want to find out is how much do they pay in taxes. Because <laughs> that's dude, what's really uh, pissing people off these days, you know? It, dude, I don't even fuck with fuck with that game. I don't want to know your tax game. We're not. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> um. Did you hear about the Ruby Rose thing? No, I did not. Oh, man. So, you know Ruby Rose? She was break broke out in Orange is the New Black. Gotcha. She had, like, the real short haircut and, like, the neck tattoo. She was For kind sure. of the badass chick. Did you watch that show? No. Mm-hmm. My, my mother did. Yeah, that's a mom My mother show. watches it. I Did you watch Orange is the New Black? I didn't watch it either, but I know who you're talking about. What's, uh, what's going on? Cancel? She... Was playing Batwoman, season one of the CW show. She ends up getting released. They didn't sign her for a season two. Kind of wild move. Now she's coming out saying the entire cast and crew, everyone was against her and was being mean to her. She's taking shots at Dugray Scott, uh, this other guy who plays Batwing. All these people. The cast and crew? Everyone. Which always makes things seem like it's not true. If you're blaming... Even ev- like the Teamsters building the sets. They yeah. were out to get me. Everyone was... Do- I saw the Teamsters weren't even catcalling me <laughs> the way they catcalled the other women. Yeah. Um, no, it's just... When you blanket yell at everyone, it just makes you seem crazy. It's sus, dude. Yeah. If you had a specific thing to say against one person, when all of your complaints come out as just being they're all being mean to me and it was hard like yeah it's lacking specifics i think she probably just got fired for not doing a great job people were backlashing at her for like damn why'd you ruin this character and then she probably got sick of it and snapped whatever people are gonna people gonna complain i mean the show should be canceled right well, I've yeah, I don't know who's like who's that audience who's watching Batwoman. I have no idea. Like, you, I, it's got to be just the like, bless you, the Thank Zoom tight. Thank you. Thank like, you. It's got to be just the guys that have to watch every single Batman re- reincarnation on you know. It it's just corny. It just looks horrible. It's I don't know if I'm am I hypocritical because I did like Flash and Arrow when those first came out. Okay, but then. All those shows also, or at least those two shows, have a tipping point of, all right, this is done. Three seasons, we're pretty much Wrap it up. I heard, you said Flash is still on? Flash is still on. Arrow went for like nine seasons or something. Those shows go forever. They're just soap operas 
with superheroes. Right. Is the big part of it. Yeah, I, it's rough, man. It tickles everyone's fucking dinglings because it's got, oh, Mirror Master's going to be in it. Oh, my God, Ra's al Ghul. Oh, and, like, I, that's why I watched it. I was like, Captain Cold's in it, guys. Yeah, yeah. And you get <laughs> excited. Enough. You get excited for it for a minute, and they just run out of material. They run out of it. Guess what? All the Flash villains are just other guys who are fast as fuck too. Right. There's no difference every season. Just another guy who's fast. I did not know that show was still on. That's One crazy. season they had a guy who was smart. Okay. After that, oh, they're gonna say slow. <laughs> after that, they had they just went back to like. All the guys have to be fast. That's really the only thing. It Comic books don't work as long-running shows like that, I right. don't think. It's a contained story arc. It's This is... The Flash is Tom King writing Batman for 100 issues. And after 85 issues, DC is like, Hey, Tom, we're, we're going to have to... We're going to have to wrap it What up. era was that? Not long ago at all. Like okay. it was very modern Batman, where Batman was engaged to Catwoman. He was having a wedding with Catwoman and shit. And this guy wanted to write this whole long run of Batman, which great, but all these stories just run out of steam. That's why they're always telling you the origin again. They're they kind of always... did the same thing with like Chris Claremont. He wrote fucking X Men for twenty plus years, yeah. and it's like, dude, yeah, maybe someone else. You know, it, we need a different view on this. We the stories continuing become soap too soap opera y yeah. that everyone's so intertwined and has such a past with each other that nothing makes any fucking sense anymore because yeah. if more than three people are in a room, I imagine the tension is just so unbearable because someone's probably f- fucked or killed someone very close to the, someone else in that room. Whoa. It's like being at an X Men thing. Like, an X-Men meeting has to just be insane. Yeah. They're like, the, why is the juggernaut on the team right now? He killed... We, I watched this guy kill, like, 200 people. There's always some explanation. Well, from what I hear, Chris Thurmont likes to talk. He can he, talk his way out of anything. He's good now. Um, I heard at the Carol and John signing, he didn't get to meet a lot of people, do meet and greets why? with them. Because he, like, he, he talked up the first, like, six people. Like, he just was just chatting, like, nonstop with them. See, and then like, would, it was a wrap on the day, and like there were a bunch of people who didn't get to meet him. Like, I would feel really uncomfortable talking to someone in that format. So weird, you know? It's with not like a line, you know, with a line behind <laughs> you. So much pressure. I'd be, I'd be like, hey man, here's my number. Why don't we grab a couple little drinky poos afterwards, huh? Maybe you and me do a comic book together called right. X Men again. <laughs> X Men again. Again. Are you excited for Guardians Three or what though? How do you feel? I know we were talking about it yesterday. Real quick, I want to wrap back to Batman, not this guy, but I saw the Batman trailer and I think it looks kind of decent. Like you, you really don't think it's gonna be good at all, huh? It's gonna be so bad. I mean, I'm gonna check it out. There's no reason not to watch it. Yeah, I'll see it. It's just why does everyone have so many scars on their face? Why is it always so dark in Gotham? Because that's Batman. That's the aesthetic. What what light are they using that is steaming off with the rain? 
I don't know what that means. When they do the Batman logo, they oh, do yeah. the bat signal, and they have that scene where the rain's pouring on it. Yeah. And it's it's so hot that the water's just like Yeah, dude, it's a spotlight. And it's probably been on for several hours because they're trying to get shots, you know. It's not that hot when you first turn it on, obviously. So that just tells you, you know, whoa, I think we found some uh How'd you feel about the continuity problems? You don't see him. It was a big cock tease. You don't even see Paul Dano's face. So it's just like his back, his back shoulder. And then you see the... The coffee cup. The coffee cup. And then you see him wrapped in the leather at one point. In the leather oh, BDSM yeah, yeah. mummy mode. Right. I, you know, I don't know. Don't kink shame the Riddler, all right? I just... There's just too much about it that I'm... How'd you feel about Penguin? It's fine. Like, it's cool. I want to see what... I, I haven't seen enough. I got to... You know, I have to actually see the movie before I make these brash judgments, you know. Mm. But it's funner It's funner to, well, to be brash. I am more of a brash human being who have openly stated, I don't think it looks good, dude. Okay. I don't like Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne. Did you understand the Spider-Man 3 vibes he's um, given off? Yes, absolutely. I'm with you there. But no, this is the same thing like when they keys, uh, casted Michael Keaton as Batman. No one wanted to even... Uh, it's not even going to be good. It's going to be a waste of time. I guess at least that had like Tim Burton attached to it, and he was pretty hot at the time. Yeah. I mean, and Jack Nicholson didn't hurt either. What's but. Matthew Vaughn done? The director of the new Batman. I have no idea. I don't know much about I it. I want to say Matthew Vaughn did Kingsman, honestly. It sounds accurate to me. I would say I'm probably like an amateur movie buff if I were to be... Let me put it this way. I think there's some cool concepts and um, in this new Batman movie, but like, yeah, like the script, it could be awful. Like it could, the pacing could be weird. You know, who knows? But I'm not going to know until I sit down in the theater and watch it. Matthew Vaughn did direct Kingsman though. Oh, okay. Which I just... We were just talking about. I know. Another one? Why? I don't know. Whole new cast though. Whole, Whole new, cast. new cast. Interesting. All right. I found it. Matt Reeves, who I think did maybe Planet of the Apes. Yep. Oh, Were okay. You a big fan of the. F- That's reboot? why Andy Serkis is in it. <laughs> oh, I could play an ape. <laughs> I could play a butler. He can I do it all. Let me see, Mr. Reeves. He's finally he's, like before it was. He was just doing you know mocap. Like now he's actually showing his face on screen. It's kind of crazy. And he's directing. He's he good, directed. He's good. he's good. He's actually really talented. He directed Venom too. He did? Yeah. No shit. I'll check. No, yeah. I, I did kind of want to see that, too. Just the like, same thing. It doesn't look good, but hey, we'll see what it's all about. I... But you the, know the, the spoil- Apes ones were okay. I, I watched like the first two, and I couldn't watch past that. I was going to say, there, I can't believe fine. there's three of them. I think there's like four. There's four? There's three or four. That is insane. Maybe it is just three. <clears throat> but the, I, saw, I saw the second one. I think Woody Harrelson was in that. Yeah, I th- saw that one. Those yeah. were the only two I saw. Gotcha. I didn't see the third one. Um, were you a Cloverfield guy? Never seen it. Same. I don't want to see. I don't like a found footage movie. I'll tell you what kind of guy I am though. Super excited. Big trailer drop. Uh, Uncharted movie. Tom I, Holland and Mar- did you watch it? I did see it, dude. I. How do you feel? So excited for this movie. You so played the game. I've played all the games. I've played through the whole story in each game multiple times. They're taking scenes right out of the games, and it it's and it looks just like like it's cool. It looks like they're going to do a good job. Is this going to be doing some, some fan service? Is for sure. this going to be the good video game movie? I think it is. I think it is. Do you think we've they have, have a we killer had- cast? The story seems like 
they're taking out small elements from each one of the games and okay. sprinkling it in there. Which, to me, that's what makes the most sense as opposed to trying trying and replicating a game, you know, frame for frame or whatever, or making up your own story. It's compiling everything from the whole anthology of the series that, oh, there's a cutscene from this in this game. There's a cutscene to his past in this game. You just start grabbing all those, yeah, sewing them together, filling in the outlying pieces or the missing spots, and it's like, yeah, now just have them go on this one small journey that didn't even exist in the video game, but you're still getting scenes that you're like, oh, I remember when he's bartending, uh, then the guy comes up to him and he says, yeah. you're pretty young. That's actually not in any of the games, but... <laughs> okay, but it, to me, you know what I'm saying. No, I do know what you're saying, uh, but it is the same. Like They could do anything because each game, they're hook, they're looking for a treasure or a lost city. Yeah. So it's like... It's or, but they, and they, So they just went with the like, very specific storyline that they hadn't gone with before, but the biggest thing that I've noticed, they're, the way they're shooting it, it's like... Um, in the same, what I don't know what the word for it would be, but like the way the camera pans and stuff like that, like the same as cutscenes. They're they're doing yeah they're they're doing like very much the same direction uh, of photography, if you will, with like the way the the as a, movie's being shot. As a kid who wasn't allowed to play video games because my hands were quote unquote too greasy. Too greasy. Um, the cutscenes were my favorite. <laughs> Well, those games are so cinematic. Like people were always like, dude, like they—they've been trying to make this movie for a while, and I think they found a good like, oh, it's Tom Holland. He's a good fit for a young Nathan Drake. We'll, we'll do that because everyone initially wanted Marky Mark as the man himself. He wanted—they wanted him to be Nathan Drake, but he yeah, too see, old. I would be much less excited about that. I agree, because then it's forcing Mark Wahlberg into this role where, yeah. dude, you're too old, man. You have to be Sully now. I'm sorry. Just you're not the movie. You're not the main action star anymore. Yeah. It's like let this kid be in the movie. You can be in a franchise that's going to make you a fuck ton of money if this movie goes well. Cuz what's the bar at for video game movies? Fucking like in Mortal Kombat, you know, I don't the know. The new like, Mortal Kombat yeah, maybe. Like, I, what is another good Well, the Super Mario Brothers movie from you know, well, 1990, dude, the best. Uh, Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Rip. Yeah, dude, I loved that movie when I was a kid. It was John so Leguizam weird. John did great cast, great movie. Dennis Hopper, come on. Oh, Dennis Hopper, that's who it was. Yeah, how fucking stoned do you think he was when he did that shit or agreed to do that? Him and John Leguizamo, dude. Oh yeah, there, that was a part. I wanted to be on set for that. Oh, that was probably so much fun. Um, did you watch the new Laura Croft one? Oh, you know what? The Laura Croft movies were okay. N Oh, there's the like a new brand new one? one? There's a new, new one movie? with Olivia Vicander. When did that come name out? Is. Uh, I vaguely remember this, but... Because everyone thinks of... Was this, did this happen like a week before COVID? <laughs> no, yeah. Another. It was the day Fauci shut down the world. <laughs> the day Mr. Fauci shut down the world. And he did, he did it just to fuck up uh, Laura Croft at the box because, office. Because I couldn't beat Laura Croft Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> and I, did, I didn't like it. Uh, Alicia Vikander, Tomb Raider, came out 2018. I did not see that. Starring Alicia Vikander, Dominic West, my favorite, Walton Goggins. Yeah, he's Wally great. Goggs, Love him. Daniel Wu. Maybe I'll see it, just because he's in it. 6.3 out of 10. 
I watched the YouTube recap of it. There you go. That's they were talking about doing a sequel to it. It's like why? Right. No, all I do the, remember this came out. Yeah. All yeah. the movies that I like the original ones. Let's keep in mind this whole time. I feel like I said this before. I'm really not a harsh critic. Like I mean, it, that movie's gonna be pretty bad for me. Not. To I'll like be it. harsh about it. That. The first two Laura Croft movies as a kid, yeah, great. Yeah, I watched them all the time. Great. As an adult, I have a pretty strong feeling they, they don't, don't hold, hold up, up great, <laughs> but it's probably the same quality of an adventure movie as any other, you know, '90s '80s movie. Yeah, it's just not something that's anything new. It's just a. It seems like it's probably a very basic formula when they plug those things in of. Missing antiquity. My dad left a note. Secret organization wants it. They think I have mercenaries. It. Yeah, it's. I mean, you write one of those in an. That's afternoon. exactly what this Uncharted movie is going to be, and I'm 100%. all for it. Antonio Banderas, the bad guy, always great. He hasn't been in a lot lately, so it's nice to see him back. Because there was a while where he was like in fucking everything. Oh, dude, he was big money. Give for it a rest, Puss in Boots. He, I bet he made fucking bankroll. Absolutely, off Puss in Boots for sure. And, but here's the thing. I wonder if he actually reprised that role for that much of the Puss in Boots shit. No, not like the shows and everything. No, no. Yeah, he's not at Disney World. No, I think I told fucking, you it's that dude that did uh, Rocco's that's voice. What, yeah. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. What, um... The Taco Bell dog. I'm trying to think of what the last thing Antonio was in that ripped. That was really good. Oh, Expendables, duh. I which one? He's not in the original, is the he? The third one. Yeah, yeah. I never saw any of those movies. I've never seen an Expendables in my Those movies are what they are though. Like they're not trying to be anything else, you know. They're completely just fine. It it serves its audience. Those guys probably just have Was a, there an Expendables comic book? Or was this an original uh oh, an original idea, idea for sure. Yeah, Sly was like, listen, I got an idea. It's just a bunch of slow talking fellas in a room being like, "What? What if we could all? What if I blow it up? <laughs> what if we could all just be in a movie together, and just we all just hang out all day like this?" And they're then they made it. That's it, all these guys do all day is hang, all, all these actors are just hanging out on set. Yeah, I mean, occasionally that's what, acting. That's why they made all the Ocean's movies. They didn't need 12 and 13. Yeah, they went on vacation. They all just wanted to go on vacation for free and get paid for it. What that was, they those guys were sitting around a room 100% thinking, hey, we all had a great time on the movie. What if we could? George has a house in Lake Como. Ever hear of it? Right. Italy. Uh, let's say we go down there, we all make a couple mil plus. We really don't have to do a ton of work. It's a no-brainer. It's a truly they a no-brainer. They ad-libbed the whole movie. There was no script. Would be a mi- I would <laughs> that would make that the greatest movie of all time. Right. I hope they never reboot the Ocean's movies. They already did. I hope Oh, the ceiling's leaking. Don't worry about that. That happens. That's when, staying in. That happens when the water's on. Yeah, but that one doesn't really count. Like they're doing a new Ghostbusters movie. And I think they're just yeah. completely forgetting about the last one they did. Right. But I heard the new one's supposed to be fucking amazing. I'll definitely check that out. I'm a big Ghostbusters fan. It's got fan. Paul Rudd. Ghostbusters is a weird one that I have fond memories of as a kid. I It's the painting from the second one 
that like still haunts me to Vigo. this day. Vigo. Yeah, the mighty Vigo. He was scary as fuck. As a kid? Like, that, like that, that's, that's that actor's real face. He has to live with that. Who is it? He was some random uh, Swedish guy. I looked him up one time. I was going to say, I bet he was in... Uh, he was definitely on an episode of Xena and Hercules. For sure. With that face, yeah. he's got a good medieval gothic style face. Yeah, the second one was a little disturbing. I'm definitely more of a first Ghostbusters I kind of like the second no, one. No, I do more. like it. It's not bad, but if I had to choose one. Yeah, you'd go set. And then there's no third, right? There is no third one. There's a There was an animated series. I remember the animated series a little. That Was, was that around when we were kids, though? It was like late, late 80s. Yeah, so we probably and I've I've probably seen some reruns. Yeah, I was gonna say because I had like like those late eighty cartoons weren't bad. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon obviously was fantastic, Which, and I had VHS tapes of those. That's how I watched those because that was a little before my time. That was before. It's crazy to think that that was actually before all of our but, time. But that it just hung around because the movies kept coming out, and it just never lost. And steam. they sell toys like out the wazoo. Yeah, so once if that toy machine's still working, they just keep pumping that shit. Because that's all those cartoons were ever for, honestly. Right. They, no one was sitting there hoping to create this artistic output that ex- truly expressed themselves. Someone at Kenner was like, okay, listen, it's four turtles. <laughs> we need them to look different. Right now, they all look the same. Yeah. It pretty much went down like that. It. Yeah, which sucks because the original Turtles comics were very cool. Yeah. But I'm happy for those people who were able to get paid off that. Absolutely. Because being an independent comic creator like that, you usually don't get a huge opportunity to get cashed out the way that they did. I want to talk about this. Have you seen that series on uh, Disney Plus? It's called like Marvel 606 or something. You know what I'm talking about? Is it about like some of the behind the scenes stuff? I can't even describe it. There's like this, they have these very random storylines. They follow a different specific person. And the, the only one that really stuck out to me that I watched that was fantastic was, you know, Paul Shear, mm-hmm. the actor. So he's a big comic book guy too. It's like a mockumentary where he's trying to get this Disney show made, Disney oh, Plus show. I did see this. Yeah. Yeah. Of that cart, that, that comic called Brute Force. Brute Force. So the whole thing is like, they're like, oh, well, there's, you know, thousands of Marvel IP. They have over 8,000 characters. Like, you know, pick, pick one that's maybe like kind of been Brute, put on the wayside and you can re- reboot it, revamp it. Brute Force is really like touching a couple buzzwords that we're steering clear of in well, society the, nowadays. Yeah, so he stumbles upon uh, Brute Force from some, uh, oh, you never heard of it? Like, it was only a four-issue run. It, there's nothing like the title seems like. It's four animals that like yeah. can think. So you know what I'm talking about. Is it? Yeah, it's four... It's a dolphin. Anthropomorphic kind of animal. I think there's five of them, actually. There's a there's a dolphin, eagle, bear, lion, and kangaroo. Classic animal mix. Some up. of the like concept, like it was all a joke, but some of the concept art like, looked, looked like pretty cool. Oh, I believe it. A lot of those scrapped comics and ideas that people had back then, it was probably so political in all those offices that if you just weren't liked, I bet some guy had so many good fucking comics. Or ideas well, you should that- watch the whole story behind the comics. Kind of interesting. Like it was kind of a joke, but not like a joke. But like at one point, the animal they were basically like transformers. Was like it then they just made the toys? lion. They yeah, they were they did it in reverse. So like you know they made toys and they did the comic to sell the toys with like transformers. Yeah, GI Joe. They were going to do it backwards. Like we'll put out the comics so kids know this character, and then we'll make the toys. And then we'll make it is, and it didn't take off. 
No. I could... There were probably so many swing and a misses back then on toys that they tried to come up with to be the yeah. next. Because back then it was just make any animal a person, give it something that shoots. Like there were so many little gimmicks that they just were mix and matching to be to be the most manipulative towards children. Well, that and like also you never really know what character. What they talk about the whole point is you never know what character is going to catch on. You know. Like, oh, yeah, it's a complete mystery. They, they, they were talking to another writer, character designer, and he was like, they're like, well, what, how do you rate the perfect character? You know, and he's like, well, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, if we knew how, we would just do it every time. But there's a lot of misses, you know. You just got to see what sticks, yeah, what you just, resonates with people. It's such a happenstance to find a character or some idea that for some random reason people really latch on to. And especially now, it's hard because you it's so much more obvious when people are pandering to other groups too. Absolutely. So back then everything was a little bit more not nuanced, but people just didn't care. It wasn't in the zeitgeist of how we're living. Now it's like, who's this? Who's and you're like, what's a turtle? It's a ninja turtle. I don't know. It's not someone. It doesn't represent. And what is, yeah. And what is the turtle identifier? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, now everything is either very convoluted and complicated or ultra simple. Well, yeah. Oh, for sure. But no, they were talking about like the a good example was Wolverine. Like and when he first appeared in Hulk, like he wasn't that cool looking. He had like a no. big belt buckle and some whiskers. Like he looks silly, but someone made him cool. And now he's easily top 10 most recognizable comic book characters of all time. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. So it's just cool how it works out sometimes. It's crazy that. I mean, that now they're able to start bringing back some of those old characters. Even like a Moon Knight is wild. People act like, oh, we're all so excited for it. Ten years ago, yeah, you, you zero of you fucking people cared about Moon Knight. Or like Blade. I mean, Blade even, yeah, Blade didn't have a whole bunch of hype. No. It had the 90s a little bit. But there's a ton of ca- Guardians of the Galaxy zero people yeah, like star lord's lord didn't come around to like the late 90s or something mm-hmm. like he wasn't like you know a big character no and guardians of the galaxy had been on hit or miss books forever and it's like no one thought of those people someone just brought them from the bottom of the toy box out and now we ha- those are the best characters to me because you don't have preconceived yeah. notions rocket raccoon some guy on comic book yeah. man bought brought in first appearance He's like, I bought this off the rack, you know, for 85 cents or whatever. And now, like, it's a big book, you know. And it was like, he brought it in right when, like, Guardians was getting big. Oh, I believe Now that. it's probably worth even more. It's, I think it's nice when they do those characters. I've probably said this before. But when you're doing characters that people don't have opinions of, everyone has an opinion of Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Whether you think you do or not, you identify it as something. Whether it's. This makes me think of, you know, my kid brother because he just plays the Spider-Man shit or, oh, I love Spider-Man growing up. It's really close to you, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows it. When it's something you don't know, even fucking Iron Man. It's not, it wasn't a great household name. You lo- A couple people loosely knew what it yeah. was. But now it's this huge thing that is Robert Downey Jr. because of the character he played. And they were able to manipulate the story to be 
what they wanted. They want these low-level characters. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I know it sounds corny, but like, you know, I've tried to shy away from buying single issue stuff just because I don't want to get compulsive and just have this insane collection. So I buy more of the, the volumes. It's something nice to look on the bookshelf. But right now I'm at the point where, yeah, like you never know what's gonna catch on. So like I like perfect example is Dr. Fate Comics I bought. I bought a pretty good stack of them, the 87 run. Uh, from Carolyn Johns on that half-off day. Yeah. And, you know, with Pierce Bronson about to be in that Black Adam movie, you know, who knows if it's going to do anything. It probably won't, but it's like, it'd be nice if I was able to get that entire set and then say I have the whole collection, you know, then that's like an investment, you know? Yeah, I mean... And people could just go ape shit over it for some reason. It's also nice to just have those runs and know those characters, too, before movies and the modern version of them start to manipulate backstory and start to... Because the things they pull from more are those old storylines and old characters that no one thinks about because they can hide them in stories better. They can become more of like this double agent or a name swap that kind of sounds similar. And you're like, oh, this person's important, but only five people know instead of the whole fucking theater being like, her name's Mary Jane. I think it's Spider-Man's girlfriend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's who this is. Um, but yeah, it's like once you know those characters a little bit, you have more backstory. You can find the Easter eggs. Yes. Oh, and I love a good Easter egg. Oh, that's I'm mostly seeing these movies for Easter eggs. Right. And I, I feel like they don't do them as much as they used to. It depends. But I know what you're saying. I think before pe- people weren't as hip. And we could find a lot more things. Well, I'm like the fiend. Like whenever I'm watching any movie, I'm on IMDb looking at the trivia because I want to oh, know for all sure. that like little nuanced stuff. My favorite IMDb trivia of all time. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. In Titanic, when okay. they were shooting Titanic, on the day they wrapped up, somebody uh, spiked the chili with PCP and everyone got like dude, sick. The best story. They're tripping balls. Like, dude, like that is insane. And, and and the best part of it is they never found out who did it. Such a rowdy. They were in like Nova Scotia. They were in the middle of the Such a rowdy order. drug to like spike a punch bowl with. Not even just acid or something kind of fun for everyone. Yeah. I feel like PCP is just everyone's freaking out immediately. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? And didn't uh, James Cameron not even eat it? He like saw... Or like someone mentioned something, you could tell people were like acting weird. So he like spit it out. He made himself vomit. Class. Because he like ate it later than some he, of these people. He knows he's submarine trained, dude. Dude, I just watched the. It was the movies that made us about aliens. I don't know if you watched that series on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's great. They just put out some new ones, some Halloween movies and stuff, and they also talk about aliens. How is aliens? How is it? How how was the? Oh, the thing was great, but it's like they just you know they're not shy about being like, oh yeah, this dude James Cameron's like a nut job. Like yes, he makes fantastic movies. To some, but Aaron has done great stuff. I mean, like Terminator, like that was so original and cool when that came out. Like, you know, he wrote that hundred percent, but you know, he's, he got, he, he's a perfectionist too. And he'll be the first to tell you, it's like, yeah, people, it kind of annoys people. Like people hated working with him. Oh, I, I believe people did not like working with him, And I also believe that he's just the kind of guy that you either get along with them or know how to, or you just can't, you're just not gonna. Mesh well. I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't jumped on this whole superhero bandwagon now that we're talking about it. I'm surprised he hasn't jumped on hating on it. Yeah, one or the other. Because he seems like Well, he's one busy, of those... dude. He's been writing 10 for the past 15 years. Which, who is even looking forward to these oh, anymore? I care less. It is just... The sequels are coming out, though, right? Apparently. Or is he just still talking about it? I have no 
I have no. This whole episode's brought to you by IMDb, <laughs> the app that smiles back. Uh, I keep it on the home screen for a reason. A hundred percent. I mean, it is my most one of my most used apps. <laughs> it's like not the Weather Channel, IMDb, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> All right, upcoming movies for this motherfucker. Yep. Let's see. 2022 Avatar 2, 2024 Avatar 3, 20, Avatar 4, 2028 Avatar This 5. is real. This, this is insane. Yeah. This is madness. It, Someone needs to stop this man. He's going to be dead before all that shit comes out. Yeah. Can you imagine like an 80-year-old James Cameron directing Avatar 5 in the year 2030 or whatever? And it's, dude, Sigourney Weaver's in this. She might be gone by then. She's in her mid early 70s. I looked it up. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Dude, James, these movies aren't getting made. Pipe dream. Don't, hey, don't crush his dreams, man. <laughs> so, I'm sorry for trying to crush James Cameron's dream. I mean, he's had a tough, he's had a tough dude. You can't go to the bottom of the ocean, you fucking idiot, and you're not going to make five Avatar movies, you moron. No one tells him no, clearly. I just, is, is he like funding these fucking movies himself? To Probably. Make five of them? Is I just love the talk about it. So if, if this next, if that sequel does come out in 2022, is it supposed to come out next year or is that 2022? 22. Yeah, we're talking. That is 13 years after the original. I mean, people, it's been done before. Don't get me wrong. But not well though. Not usually not well. And what's this story? Another shitty Disney what ripoff. That, that, well, I was going to say speaking of Disney, like The Incredibles, there was like 11 years in between that and and the second Incredibles isn't really that great. It was it was okay. It's. It's fine. I thought it was decent. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. That was the last Pixar movie I saw in the theaters, though, probably. Like, I was excited for it because I love the first. The first Incredibles is The first great. one is a standard. Yeah. It's such a high bar that for that second one to be better, no chance lands. I, I agreed. Um, and all these, I didn't like the first Avatar. The first Avatar is just too much. I liked much. it. I was so hyped up. I, I didn't get what the big hype was about. Right. I think it I looked kind of cool. 3D kind of. That's great. I've seen cooler concepts in like the fifth element, you know, mm -hmm. like I <laughs> didn't seem super original. You know what I mean? It was very just it's literally like the rainforest, but all the leaves and plants are a little bit bigger and they glow shiny in certain yeah. spots. It's just such a Pocahontas ripoff. And then what's like, that's what I'm saying. What's the second one? Are they still just on this fucking planet now? What even? Because the first one, Unobtainium. Yeah, they. Is, that was the name they came up. Is that Unobtainium was, hard to obtain? That was the lack of trying that they put towards this movie. Was the mineral they were looking for was Unobtainium? Yeah. Some guy was like, "Oh, dude, we need to have something that's like it's hard to get. I mean, unobtainable almost." And they're like, "Whoa." What'd you just yeah, oh, say? Back it up. <laughs> back it up there. Unobtainable. Unob unobtainium. Goal. Write it genius. down. Genius. Genius. That's the writing job I want to have. It's just writing the new avatars. Do you think I could probably get on there? Um. Yes. <laughs> I'll give them my writing packet. No problem. I think they're letting anyone on that movie. Just all the papers I wrote in high school. I want you because you got the hair. You could do you could do all of Sigourney Weaver's, Weaver's parts. I could. And just, she's like smoking butts half the movie, anyways. Just in the first perfect. one, so yeah, that would be awesome. I could definitely be the Sigourney Weaver stunt double. You should do that for Halloween. You should dress up as her character from Avatar. Uh, 
For Halloween, I think I'm going to be... Well, at work, we're doing a Sopranos night. Oh, yeah? So I'm going to be Polly Walnuts. Interesting. I'm going to slick my hair back, hit the gray. I'm not a big costume guy. I love Halloween, man. I get it. I was going to say... I've I had can... some good costumes in the past. What's your, what's your most proudest costume? Like I have that? two. One first one was my freshman year in college. I did Space Ghost, and I it was homemade. I made that shit myself. I made the power bands. I made the mask, uh, the cape, uh, the, the center emblem. Like I did it all, and uh, it turned out very nice. Good, good cosplay. It was a good budget cosplay. Okay. And then my second favorite, I did Pee Wee Herman at the uh, May Halls when we played yeah. the front porch lights, and uh, I found the fact that I found this jacket. And the matching pants in my size at fucking Value World is like insane. It was the perfect moment. It, it fit perfectly, and all I had to do, and you know, of course, it was just a white shirt. Yeah. All I had to do was rent a red uh, uh, bow tie and white loafers from Chelsea's right down the street, and I was in business. Did it turned out great, man. I still got that costume. Didn't even return. I did return the shit. No, I, Damn. I, I would never play Chelsea's like that, dude. They're a Cleveland staple. Um, those are pretty good costumes, though. See, I like a costume that if I take off an item, boom, I'm immediately back in Something regular else. street clothes. I mean, I literally, I done, dude, I did Hank Venture. I did Quail Man. I did Sherlock Holmes. I go out every year. Hot Dog. I have, still have the hot dog costume. I, pop, I bop that out every I once I think I did see you when you were Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That might have been at the Winchester. Uh, they, no, they didn't, they didn't have a costume party there, do they? I don't know. Oh, I did Marty McFly. I've done a, I've done a lot of costumes. Damn, I, dude, you're a costume fella. I didn't. My even Marty know McFly this about was it. on the 30th anniversary too. Again, homie, because I've always had the vest. My dad had this orangish red puffy vest. Yeah. That he's had forever. It's a little small. I mean, a little tight, but uh, it worked. Jean jacket, fucking some. I, I was wearing some uh, some Adidas. What were they? There were some Iversons, dude. I, Hell yeah. I couldn't get the Nikes, so I had the white Iversons. You couldn't pay uh, $5,000 for the Marty McFly. The self-lacing? Yeah, the self God, those are so sick. I mean, the self-lacings, I think, are even more. Oh, there's two different ones? Yeah, there's one that's a non-self-lacing. Does it still have Nike the glow did. Nike? Yeah, um, it still has all the like other stuff. The bells and whistles? But I think those are maybe 5000 lacing or maybe like 20 or something. Yeah. it's The prices on those are... but. The price on those are crazy, but it is an iconic shoe that I fully understand yeah. why people want it. And, I mean, that's how rock and roll was invented. Yeah, I remember the story. Yeah. You know? I know my history. That's <laughs> Michael J. Fox went back in time and invented rock and roll. But no, when it comes to my costumes, at the end of the day, I my whole goal is to make sure, like, I want someone to look at me and not have to ask, what are you supposed to be? It's got to be blatant. Uh, it's got to be on the nose. You got to be dead on. Or it's, like, super obscure. Like, you know, I'd be like, you wouldn't get it. Like, Space Ghost. Not everyone knows Space Ghost. I'm but. Charles Bukowski. I'm right. drunk. Yeah. Like, I, you go to, like, a Halloween party. It's just some guy with, like, slick back hair and, like, a suit. And what are you supposed to be? like, I'm Don Draper. It's like, yeah, yes. sure you are. <laughs> That's that, a great Wow, one. you really worked really hard on that. And then he hits the woman next to him. <laughs> he didn't hit no women. Don Draper? No, he was. I think he may. I like he may, you were like, he no. may have shook him up a little bit. Yeah. I like that you were like, he wouldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> I love John Hamm. Oh my God. John Hamm's great. He and he's funny. I mean, dude, he Madman was just a show I never got into. Uh so that was my lockdown show. It was something that sat on my Netflix list since I got Netflix back in like 09. 
And I, my buddies are really, really into it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. Um, and I was pretty hooked. But as I was watching it, I was like, well, first of all, all these characters are terrible people. Yeah. Great characters. Terrible human beings. Horrible. Like, just the worst people. Um, my cynicism is worse. Like, there was no, like no, they, they, were, they had no redeeming qualities about them. Like, you never were rooting for any of them. It, that did change as the show went on. And then, yeah, I'm like... And it got to the point where I'm like, well, I'm just going to finish this. But I really did like it. It had a great finale. So, But th- when I was done, I was like, yeah, I really liked it, but I probably won't watch it again. A year later, I watched the whole... I just got done binging it again like a month ago. <laughs> I love Damn, it. It's great. Dude. There's something relaxing about it. Like, But it was so depressing during the lockdown because I like would pour myself a drink, you know, and like I was hanging out with Don and Sterling. Like it, it was so it was so sad. Like, was, these were my friends. These were my drinking buddies. That makes me feel it feels like it's a smoking show. Where like when you're watching it, oh, you're yeah. just like if you smoke cigarettes, you're like, I just want to rip cigarettes they, the entire not, it's time. It's nonstop. Like um and they, they couldn't they weren't smoking real ones. They were like these herbal things. But like, yeah, they would get like sick on set from like just That's like, what oh, I've heard God, that they yeah. those herbal ones get you super it just like fucks with your stomach and shit. Oh yeah, I mean, and they're not smoking whole cigarettes every take, you know. But still, it's uh, it's I mean, work. It's work. It's a chore. You're to also, smoke that much. you're also doing several takes on a episode, like in a scene. Like, like you ever hear people say like, "Oh, I smoke two packs a day." You don't hear it as much anymore, but you used to. And I'm just like, "Is that your full time job? Like, that is a chore." Yeah, you're two packs. Have you ever heard the story Putting of in work. In Grandma's Boy? With, with Dante? Yeah. yeah, everyone smoked fake Fuck that, weed. dude. I'm going to use real weed. And Dante was the only one who smoked real weed. It was just so fucked up. It took him like 100 takes. That What an awesome story, though, for that movie. Even if that's untrue and they made it up strictly to appease an audience... All for it. Yeah. Like, I love that idea that they're just like, yeah, Dante was actually just really high the entire time. It's fantastic. What do you think that those guys do? I, who, Peter Dante? Yeah. I, it was so funny you said that because when we just brought up his name, I was like, you know what? I followed him on Instagram and he was always a funny follow. I haven't seen him post anything in like years now that you mention it. Yeah. It's such a random. He literally just like kicks it. Like I, when I followed him, he'd go like golfing with the son all the time and just oh, like travel and bullshit. I guarantee like, you, he got that happy Madison money, dude. He's got that happy Madison money, and he also is probably got his hands in a bunch of random little companies. Absolutely. Like I remember at one point, I think the last time I saw him, he was selling these. It was like oh, dude, he was water like weed shit, right? Huh? Like THC? Stuff? It was like some kind of. It was like a cap you could put on bottles. To turn them into like water bongs. Oh yeah, okay. Did you used to follow him too? Or I what? followed him, yeah, for a little bit. Let's see if he's still on the gram. But I'm sure he just does some shit like that. It's like cheat some Cheech and Chong type shit, dude. He probably goes to conventions. You sit at one of those yes. fucking conventions, dude, and make two thousand dollars in a day. Peter Dante, what are you up? I can't imagine he's oh, you know what? He was probably in the last Missy. El Presidente. Oh, I don't. I must have unfollowed him at one point. I love or this maybe dude. he blocked you. He blocked me, dude. He probably blocked you. Stop sending me naked pictures of yourself. He doesn't like that. El Presidente. Fantastic. What's he got going on over there? What's on the? What's on his Insta, dude? See what's. I, uh, I know he has the same middle name as me now, Peter Francis Dante. Dude, I also have that middle name. Oh, that's right, dude. We should. We need to get him in here. Let's. <laughs> We need to get what, what? What will we talk about, Peter? With Peter Dante, I would just talk about. Um, man, what's a good question? Do you like for the Chris him? Farley interview? Remember when you were in in uh, Mr. Deeds? That was awesome. Yeah, 
Uh, why are Adam Sandler shorts always so long? So long, yeah. I would ask him that. That's a good one, I think. Let's see what he's got coming up here. Dude, the Sandler Happy Madison saga, it's like, he knows that some of these movies are stinkers, but he doesn't care. Like, he knows some people watch them. He'll make some money back. No, he's... It's just a perpetual thing. He's a, But I I think he's living off of, like, Happy Madison or Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison VHS sales. Like, well, that probably money, downloads at this point. I'm talking about, like, back in the day, oh, though. Oh, yeah. Like, th- like, that brought in a lot of fucking money. Like, 100%. that's how those, those movies made no money at the theater. It was all home box office stuff. But here's the other thing is, at this point... I think they've openly said they're just like, we go and make movies places to just go on vacation. Yeah. It is a sad truth of, yeah. they did this, The Wrong Missy, with David Spade, and um, it was just filmed in Hawaii because they were like, yeah, we all just want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, of course. And it's like, cool. Or like At Halloween. least be transparent about it. Yeah, that like Hubie Halloween movie he did. Like, oh, I'm just going to get like my whole family's in this movie. Like his daughters, his, his wife. Yeah, he all my friends, anyone that was in like any of his movies. Yeah, he doesn't care. It's just a fun, enjoyable. At this point, it's a little bit of a universe. It's it is. fun. You like to see these people. Oh, look, Shaq's always in the movies now. Yeah, oh, yeah. look, it's Kevin James. Oh, I could do without Rock- Kevin James. I heard he's an asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Kevin James is a huge so like he has piece like a, of shit. He has like a bishop on like on set with him all the time. Yeah, and he doesn't. Uh, you can't talk directly to him. Fuck that guy. Diva. You, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, oh, the God. zookeeper, you piece of fucking shit. Or as we like shit. to call him, Paul Mall Blart Cop. He is, what has Kevin James done? Were you a King of Queens guy? Not so much. I did love his his original stand-up, though. Sweat the small stuff. Fantastic. Fa- great. When great. he does the fucking bank thing, yeah, yeah. and he's going through the line. Classic. Better be a hunk of cheese at the end of this <laughs> yeah. maze. Yeah, like that was a, a great comedy set. Fantastic. But he, and he blew up, man. Well, he was on King of Queens, which is huge Before forever. That, yeah. And then he, but now he's back doing TV. He was doing TV again. The show was failing. He blamed it on the female lead. So they got Leah Remney back after she was released. Get this crazy Scientology whore off my set. No, this was a different... He brought Leah Remney on. Yeah. After she broke out of the Scientology and was like, all right, now we got the magic back together. And you're like, no, no one's watching CBS to watch I'm surprised they didn't bring that show because they bring shit... Like, they brought back fucking Roseanne, for Christ's sakes. I'm surprised. And it's still on. It's called The Connors. Yeah, I know. It's it's just so weird. It is very, it's a very uncomfortable show to watch. It is. Roseanne always made me very uncomfortable. John Goodman also does not look good on a TV set. There's too much lighting. Yeah. There's no movie magic to to doctor him up a little bit. Yeah, and he's not whimsical at all. Or he's not playing anything. He's just playing regular John Goodman. He just looks kind of bummed out. (laughs) Generally. He does look like a real dad. (laughs) Like a really old dad where he's just kind of sad the whole time. The whole look in his eyes is just constant. Did I make the right decisions in life? Yeah, every... So he nails it. Every smile is just the smile of like a joke before a plane crash. Oh my God. He's just like he's a method actor. He nailed that that dad character. Sad dad. Ugh. Sad dad character. Brutal. But then they brought back. I mean, they brought back Will and Grace. They brought back like everything, dude. dude. Or like a reunion special, you know. I Will and Grace did not. I don't think any shows ever come back and been good. You know what I'm saying? It it's not often. 
Family Guy. That's the that's the big one. And Family Guy is such a rarity of it because it really didn't change much. It didn't. It was just more people clamoring for it, it getting popular. It probably doesn't cost a whole lot compared to. I believe it was actually canceled twice. Yeah, I think it was canceled twice. Correctly. Insane. And now it's just going to be on forever. That The Simpsons will will be the last two shows. There's got to be some like bet in Vegas on like when The Simpsons is going to end. Dude, the world will be ending, and the last thing you'll see is a flicker on the TV that just says like. Saturday, Sunday's animation domination starts now with your new episode of The Simpsons. Back in the day, though, animation domination was the shit. You had Simpsons, Family Guy, uh, King of the Hill, America. I think American Dad squeaked in at the end of there. Bob's which is, Burgers. Yeah, now Bob's Burgers. But like, but I'm wasn't talking. Wasn't in there back in the day too? I mean, the show's been on for like over 10 years, so now that you mention it, shit, Amer- it's been on forever. American Dad, also, Sleeper. My favorite, dude. I've seen every episode Wait. multiple times. American Dad, 10 times better than Family Guy. Yeah, like... No cutscenes. Lo- every character is funny. Every character is funny. It's just more story. I feel like Family Guy, it's so much of like the cutscene stuff and those little bits. They the, got the, away from that. The yeah. story is very shallow. And I'm not saying these are going to be deep stories, but at least it's enough in an adventure in American Dad that it's fun to keep you entertained the whole time. And I think why I like it, too, is it has that, because I'm a big King of the Hill fan, too, it has that transferable, like, you know, Stan Smith is like, you know, uh, Hank Hill and the fact that he's very straight-laced and by the book, and it's funny because he takes it that serious, you know. They definitely borrowed some stuff from that. They have has a little bit more deadpan. It's not so slapstick on everything, even though a lot of the time it's over the top. Yeah, it's a little bit more dry. Did you? What was uh, the other spinoff? The Cleveland Show. Ah, man, Cleveland Show is rough. Rough. Yeah, I've I've laughed at it before, but not often. How long was that on? It was on for actually longer than you'd think. Probably like three or four seasons at least. That is insane. I can't believe that that Great show. theme song, though. I think Jason Sudeikis was a regular character on there. The Cleveland show? Pretty damn sure. He was um, He was like the hillbilly character, I'm pretty sure. I. The thing is, I could see it being something that has four seasons. Um, that having a crazy cast. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis is on there. Uh Kevin Michael Richardson. Well, he's, he's an voice actor. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess. Oh, Glenn Howerton. Yeah. He plays the kid. He plays the Jason Stegas' kid. Yeah. yeah. Glenn Howerton, man. What a good dude. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, God. Formerly known from The Son of the Mask. Did I ever tell you what he said about Son of Mask? No. They're like, why would you agree to do a movie that was this bad? And he said, I'll give you 3.2 million reasons why. Here's the other thing. I'm sure when they wrote that movie, it wasn't that bad. Ah, it's bad. It's bad. I mean... Again, you never know what's going to take off. Jamie Kennedy also had a weird run in fame. Yep. Because he was in a lot of crazy small movies back in the day. He's great in Scream. He really nails that character. Oh, he is so... He's a really good, creepy guy. And... Dude, who doesn't like Malibu's Most Wanted? Right. Uh, it, I, actually, I don't. <laughs> that movie fucking actually, sucks. Actually, it's me. 
That movie was so cringe when it came out because there really were people that were like that. And that's, this is true. It was. It was like and it they almost all, felt. It and almost they felt all like it was too West soon. Park. It was like, too, like that, too soon. Like guys. that movie would be funny if it came out today and it took place in two thousand two or whatever. Then it would be funny. But it was just, it, it hit too close to home because that was like everyone at my junior high was uh, B whatever what his name was B Rad B is Rad. I thought that was oh no that's th- that's eight mile right no that is fucking workaholics. Oh. They're talking about the special needs guy. So what's his name? And it's, it's damn then. It is damn, dude. What is his fucking name in that? I'm gonna find, dude. It is B Rad. Oh god, Brad Gluckman. Gluckman. His dad's running for mayor. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Man, maybe Jamie Kennedy wasn't in as much. The archetype for like uh, Tom Hanks's son. Mm-hmm. Is it Chet? Chet Hanks. Yeah. Which is so weird though, because Colin Hanks is like the exact opposite. His other son. Yeah. Cause I like, can I go on Spotify and look up Chet Hanks? Like, oh, hundred percent, dude. What There's, does his music sound like, dude? He's a sick rapper. Is he sick? I mean, he's a rapper. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he definitely is making music. Well, I think that's a great note to end on talking about Chet, Chet Hanks. Yeah, I mean, shout out Chet Hanks. Shout out Colin. Hanks. I heard he's they're getting a comic. It's the Hanks brothers. What? And they're gonna fight crime. Yeah, dude, it's coming. That would be. So- that would be so awesome. Should we have like a Hawk and, Do- Hawk and Dove style? Let's, let's reach out to Vertigo for this one. This seems like a dark storyline. What, what are their powers? Well, Chet has magical rapping powers. Mm-hmm. And Colin Hanks has the power to completely underwhelm you more often than not. Underwhelm you to sleep. Yeah. It's effective. He just He's so chilled out. It, it's, a, it's very effective. Um. Thank you for listening, everybody. As always, go fucking follow us on Instagram at Threads and Dreads Pod. Yeah. And why don't you go ahead, give us five fucking dollars. We're going to give you a bunch of content. We're doing at least, you know, one Patreon a week nowadays, it seems like. Uh, yeah, it's great. Patreon.com backslash Threads and Dreads. Sean, thank you always for coming through. Yes. And we'll talk to you guys fucking next time. Love you. Bye. Mwah.